listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Pull up to the crib like, what up, bitch? Got a penthouse sitting on my wrist and my grandma sipping on activists. Got a lot of ice and I'm cold as shit. And these bitches love to talk a lot. Pull out the Porsche out the car garage and I never had a job. Nah, I'm high as fuck. Took a trip to Mars. Goddamn. Ice on ice on ice on ice took took a private jet to divide bitch you better buy your mom buy your own flight bust down sparkle no light she showed titties on skype yeah smoke quarter pounder to the face it's skeeted <laughs> everything that you done i done deed it uh pocket on swole like it's 24 fitness 800 bands just laying in the kitchen god damn hey welcome to the black guy tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday which means it's feedback time y'all yes yes y'all time to talk about the things that you had to say okay to get your feedback heard on the show it's very simple all you have to do is go to the black dot com uh check out our newly redesigned kind of site you know did a little tinkering around um and you can leave a comment on each episode you can uh vote in the polls there uh you can also do stuff like um uh donate to the show on the front page on the right hand side um and you can also email us the black guy tips at gmail.com the black guy who tips at gmail.com uh you can leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less because it will cut you off in two minutes 704-557-0186 which remind me to open up skype now um and uh yeah you can do all that stuff and we also love five star reviews okay we do leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher and we'll read them on the show as long as they're nice okay uh and and i we did get some today but the first people we gotta mm i say yeah i'm excited Mm -hmm. me too uh, the first people we got a shout out is the people that gave us money. So the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme money time. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you. Today is a new day. Recession and depression and unemployment is pretty much all of Black Twitter. Uh, all the faves justin <laughs> justin j thank you asia d we appreciate you coming through bambi we appreciate you uh bambi h um hope you stay fine in atlanta mm-hmm. uh nerds in luxury those luxurious nerds thank you chrishell we appreciate you chrishell solana s thank you solana candace h appreciate you candace uh jason j again uh yvonne m thank you katie g appreciate you katie any relation to kenny g i don't know any p any are you okay okay thank you tom w appreciate you tom cavis d thank you got a one-time donation from damian jackson i am for real who says this is for someone who is in the queen city or adjacent that can make the show y'all the best i hate i can't make it but i'll be there in spirits thank y'all for being a niggas outlet through some troubling times love so i guess that's a donation for people to get tickets uh, i'll try to keep track of that although um what i suggest y'all do to donate if you want to donate tickets to somebody buy tickets to the live show they'll email you a pdf email us that pdf at the blackout at gmail and we well, that way we can give away your tickets correct uh, if that's something you want to do um bomani 
you guys may know him uh about to have a brand new show coming up uh, i want to say two weeks from now yes yeah. noon on sports center it's gonna be bo and pablo i can't wait uh nick z recurring donator thank you hey, laura e thank you miss hathaway we appreciate you rita macy thank you pete b appreciate you renate m thank you olivia from chicago thank you so much um chandra b thank you chandra dave from brooklyn appreciate you dave ricky a pretty ricky what they call him thank you so much black film press comics we appreciate you and that is everybody kurt play me out Just smile for me. Whatever you're in right now. Smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? And the people say, oh, oh, oh. All right. Let's do the people who gave us money. Okay. The real reason we're, we're here. Okay, guys no offense to everybody else Mm-mm. um we got this one from jobs jefferson who says love y'all five stars and then the, the actual uh body of the five star review says love y'all fam thank you mm-hmm. so you gotta put on itunes we'll read it Not long. my favorite podcast five stars by marcia y evans who says i really love the games and the discussion about what is going on in our world i appreciate how rod tackles subject matter from an intersectional point of view while karen gives you the raw emotions and common sense i appreciate the example of black love rod and karen display and i look forward to every episode even the reviews of shows i don't watch tbgwt is unapologetically entertaining thank you thank you now that i am proud of mm-hmm. uh love you guys knapsack says uh funny witty please give them a tv show i laugh out loud with the pie is in my ears Ryder karen 2020 i need this on a t-shirt all right you know what i'll be okay with that but i think it'd probably be karen to ride karen can be president i just want to be vice president okay guys i don't need all this responsibility people stress me out i can't even be in my own facebook group you think i'm gonna be able to lead the nation as soon as they call me a nigga i'm gonna slap somebody then i'm gonna be feeling bad about it it's gonna be too much well, then, yeah you're gonna need me doing that part then mm-hmm uh nothing but stars five stars by high underscore b who says hey rufus and queen karen i <laughs> i've been listening to this podcast for two years now and i haven't stopped yet you guys are so informative smart and black as fuck you guys are the i guess poop emoji b thank you thank you thanks b uh glasses girl says found a new black podcast to love that's what i'm talking about come love oh. us uh discovered your podcast due to a shout out on black love matters podcast oh yeah we were on that show as well um i need to we need uh i need to get them on listen so long and love listening to your insight and your sense of humor if you ever decide to do a live show in california i'll be the first to buy tickets and attend well all right well there's a lot of people that have requested their venues well i know let's get through the first one guys and see how this goes because if i 
show up and that auditorium's only got like three people in and i'm gonna I'm be it's, go, it's gonna be more than three i'm just saying i'm, a, I'm gonna need it's gonna to be see more than six i'm the kind of person need to see to believe and if we and see i'm the complete opposite and my mind don't care the state uh, it is full baby and that's how you get fan con okay that's how you get fan con that is somebody gotta be about the proof somebody gotta be about proof and receipts and other people can be dreamers but you can't have a lot of dreamers at the same time you're gonna be talking about the community don't exist so I, let's see if y'all there and if y'all there for the charlotte then maybe we could talk about taking it on the road and that's why we balance out i have visions right and i'm like uh yeah i, I can actually see it happening you know who else have vision them blurs now look at them okay but i didn't promise nothing we couldn't do either somebody gonna be doing we we blackout tips con and it's gonna be in a whole another place we tip con mm-hmm. <laughs> we actually do tips con and we're gonna be embarrassed so let's get the first one done keep buying tickets guys never you don't ever have to worry about that with us i know some of y'all had to wait for payday some of y'all got paid yesterday mm-hmm. we you know. extended some more vip tickets we got more vip tickets for everybody we got i think we cleared like 50 more mm-hmm. i have no idea what the yeah, numbers we don't, we don't are i won't numbers. know till tuesday so don't that's a good thing don't try to play the game of uh well maybe i might can, if you if you if you think you, if you just got the money in your waiting you probably should get them now rather than to not have no tickets so good luck everybody uh the blackout tips for the win say you taco says love this show Ryder can have an amazing dynamic and cover a wide range of topics from pop culture anime current events and politics the games on that show are amazing and provides a great comedic relief while also providing insight into the craziness that takes place in our world i love that their interests are as eclectic are as eclectic as mine and their chemistry is amazing hashtag relationship goals with a z and i love listening to the blackout tips and commiserating with karen and rod about the bs taking place in our world and laughing alongside them too yeah man gotta be able to laugh through some of this shit man you better is the world too depressing to not be able to get some jokes out of it you'll be in tears all the time middle aged and asian is the title of this one from nanny yotin who says oh my god you guys have me crying with laughter so funny thank you for bringing your sense into my life it's not racist if it's true it's actually if nothing's wrong if it's funny but uh, i don't know if it's not racist if it's true i have to think about that one that's a good one though i about to say i like that motto i don't know see karen is racist so i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to co-sign that yet i had to think about that it's not racist if it's true hmm. i don't know oh no like if you say niggas love chicken is it racist because it, it is, is true. true but everybody loves chicken so it is racist you singled us out why people like cheese mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know i think about that that's a good one that's a good one is it not racist if it's yeah, true it can be hmm. abused like uh think pretty smart said yeah yeah i don't yeah like i'm not gonna put that on the shirt or nothing but it's got some potential um i like it i know you would i know you would as a racist uh 1682 stop it was the name of the episode on our site our feedback episode mm-hmm. um we had three comments all day every day says reasons to keep clocks with the hands okay you guys are as fucking you guys are really honestly <laughs> as stubborn as as the clocks themselves all right it's time for y'all to move on i don't want no clocks with hands all right i'm off that bullshit uh reason to keep <laughs> clocks with hands uh one we're talking about clocks in schools isn't that the place where they should be learning anyway i agree they should be learning things that matter like 
things besides clocks with hands or abacuses or how to use a typewriter or a fucking printing press let's talk about things we actually use how about that that's why the kids so fucking stupid and can't get jobs now coming out of school with all that debt and useless information y'all got that on y'all resumes oh, i know how to read a, a old school analog clock well uh we don't need that skills anymore get the fuck out of my office number two the only skill needed is simple math multiplication and adding there these are tools that will also carry you far when you are trying to figure out how many items you can buy in a store or when deciding how much to tip it's simple math you know what else is simple math calculator in my motherfucking pocket that's called a phone you know what else? also in addition to that um <laughs> you don't really need to have math skills to look to look at the clock any like with analog hands any differently than the digital numbers like it's still the same math so if i see my phone on my hand if i see my watch on my hand it says eleven fifty. i know i have 10 minutes until noon right that's not like that doesn't change because the watch face it looks like hands like what's that what what is wrong with y'all and you know what most digital watches uh particularly if you got one of them fancy uh uh fitbits or like the apple watch and and some of the samsung watch you can actually change it to uh yeah time with the hands but don't nobody do it why because we're all like the easier way we've moved on well, I, no one ever pulled out an abacus to get the tip right on their check no one's ever done it i wouldn't know how to use that since we found calculators and shit nobody does it and then with this new math shit it's not even the same math y'all starting to get a little bit ridiculous with this okay guys stop it right now this is stupid this is absolutely ridiculous if y'all are there with this get get out of here get out of here get out of here we are adults and this is ridiculous cut the crap <laughs> hashtag don't cut the hands off the clocks wait it says don't cut the hands of the clocks or maybe off the clocks and then hashtag save the clocks love y'all <laughs> all day every day i see mm-hmm. um we love you too right the difference between these comments and a clock and an analog clock analog clock even when it's broken it's still right twice a day these comments are wrong all day every day <laughs> ekl says rod <laughs> like i i know y'all are lying because none of y'all sent us snail mail to our post box with the reasons why we should keep clocks because if y'all so old school why y'all not using stamps and paper to tell us why we should keep clocks y'all lying okay y'all use the internet y'all use beyonce's internet like everybody else uh ekl says right you guys are always on point but exceptionally so lately for most of my life i've strongly identified with being opinionated and more specifically logical and brutally honest quote unquote i felt validated in giving my opinions and advice no matter the tone if it was right never caring about or considering the feelings of those who loved and supported me i consciously chose friends who were also this ilk making making my way of being more justifiable and convenient man that's a word right there this way of being has caused numerous unnecessary disagreements and pauses in very important relationships thankfully i've been awakened these past couple years so your comment about not needing to be mean to be honest really hit me i really appreciate it it reaffirms what i'm learning and that the old and uh about the old and new me thanks oh that's dope wonderful baby and i hope that reached a lot of more people because a lot there are a lot of people out there purposefully and not purposefully they're just assholes and they just come off as jerks to people like they don't some do realize how they sound and some people don't realize how they sound to other people 
yeah um here's the other the other um element of that that um uh some free game i'll give you a lot of people around folks like that that pride themselves on being mean being rude being quote-unquote brutally honest and i tell you da 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 a lot of the people around you are really there for the show Mm-hmm. they see you as entertainment it's the the same reason they watch reality shows is the same reason they keep messy friends that can't keep relationships and all this stuff there's a lot of people out here on the internet that really do encourage some very unhealthy relationship problem like like they encourage like these tactics that lead to no conflict resolution right constant beef and turmoil every time you see this person it's gonna be on site blah 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 and we're talking about adults these are not children you know people 40 50 years old we all have like family members and aunts and shit that have like beef that goes way back and it's just at this point it's just stupid petty and childish but they keep it going because they can't help themselves and um when you have these internet tools with all the blocks and the retweets and the likes and the follows that dopamine from saying some shady shit about somebody Mm -hmm. and having people come comment on your thread about them that's some real like that's some addiction shit that's why Mm -hmm. there's certain people that everybody goes to for those things because they addicted to that shit and other people are addicted to watching them you know and if um and, and and that's why you know nobody ever feels bad or wrong about that shit but you know you gotta be careful it's a fine line between like so-and-so did this thing and i don't really fuck with them or uh this person did something i disagree with let me tell them about it and this shit that you see where people are like applauding you for being the mean one in the group or you know being in a group full of mean girls like a lot of people are trying to relive high school right as adults yeah and like redo it in the way that they wish they had done it Mm -hmm. but it's turning into these hierarchies of like bullies versus everybody else and it's and the shit is stupid like you know i've I've left high school and that's why certain behavior in adults i just don't click with because i'm like uh bitch we're in our 30s why are we acting like we like 15 16 like i've been through this and i'm too old to be dealing with some childish shit and i'm and like low-key like i it's one of my concerns doing what we do for a living having the support that we have having the following on social media we have i don't ever want to feed into like i'm out here quote unquote talking about i'm telling it like it is but i'm really just being mean to people and then because we're popular to a certain extent or because people like our show some people will actually have your back even when you're wrong you know they that's what they think friendship is is uh even though y'all are out here you know let's say we just started a beef with a podcast and just start talking shit about them and whatever and we didn't really have solid reasoning for it we just did it right there's a lot of people that would be like yeah i'm glad y'all did that like cuss them out i don't like them either or whatever but it's not really from a good place and it's honestly not the place i want to live in so you know that i'm out here kind of performing this shit for everybody else because that's not my true um state of peace my my state of peace my even when i don't like somebody a lot of times it's just leaving them alone like right. to their own devices and, and, and letting them be because that shit will catch up with them without me having to do a goddamn thing right because the thing is for me for most people if you like me if you don't like me that doesn't bother me i just want you to find peace whatever your peace in your world is and if that means that we don't cross paths i am fine with that yeah i'm like an analog clock okay i don't bother nobody 
i'm just over here with my obsolete way of navigating the world and these digital clocks out here beefing with each other okay i'm just over here moving my hands slowly one at a time no, okay? one, one second at a time one second at a time just sweeping around and that's up to them if they can't uh you know if they can't handle it uh but mill 73 says i was shocked and appalled to be a witness to rod's virulent anti-clock rant you guys you guys are some real clock this blockers. is a hot button topic right you guys are some real you guys are real clock blockers okay you come over here with your bbc clock big black clock, clocks putting your clocks all up in my face your grandfather clocks okay well y'all can get the hell out of my face with these clocks okay didn't nobody ask you to pull your clock out if you want to have your fucking uh big ass big ass tower clock in your house with a fucking cuckoo bird coming out every hour you go do that all right if you want to go to fucking europe and look at big ben and pull your dick out and jack off y'all go have fun no one's stopping y'all from doing that but the kids shouldn't be subjected to your sick fetishization of clocks okay put your clocks away put all your clocks up put them back in your pants uh honestly it hurt uh he said i didn't know you had such hate in your heart for clocks right honestly it hurt i don't have a problem with clocks because i have one on my wrist right now have one on my computer on my bottom right screen have one on my phone sitting on my desk so it would seem that i'm surrounded by clocks maybe it's time for y'all to move on to the way things are okay uh honestly it hurt as someone who looked up to you as your pod, a podcasting genius it was such a slap in the face how could the marker uh make of such hits is now it's the time for some guests to race be against the analog clock because i mean it's digitally time you know the way everybody else keeps it <laughs> hashtag big and little hands matter hashtag catch these analog clock hands <laughs> peace now big and little hands second hand the little second hand matter to the little red one that sweeps around real quick Mm-hmm. all three of them hands matter the poll was did you ever get picked on for clothes at school yes or no karen did you no all right Mm-mm. karen kept it fresh uh 73 percent of our audience have been picked on for clothes at school before you fucking nerds and 20 i'm in the group too at 27 percent have not yeah and and the biggest reason uh for me is because uh some of the stuff you know we kind of talked about my mama came from like 10 you know brothers and sisters big families and when she was an adult she was like i will never go without so she made sure as a child i wore whatever the top fashion line was at the time so i was that jordash girl that um uh, i forgot it's it's like a, a style like a little alligator on it. i don't remember it's like old school mm-hmm. and so i never really they, had they, they look like polo shirts that had the alligator on them right yeah. so they were very expensive and so when i grew up my, and my you know my mama old school church so i was with the you know little thick socks and the little patent leather shoes and little dresses that puffed out with skirt with uh girlers and slips and shit like that so my mama uh was like no 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 you little girl will always have the best uh that you know that was always you know her thing so i never went through the i was picked on for other things but not picked on for that all right let's see what everybody had to say we had a lot of comments the follower 8633 says i went to a magnet school where we had uniforms so the kids judge you by the quality of your shoes and the brand of blue bottoms you wore they had iron on and sewn in emblems so everyone could tell if you came from means meanwhile 
i was washing the one uniform top my folks could afford every night i was already super a super poor chess club e-team band and chorus nerd so i opted out as much as i could and learned to diffuse jokes by leaning into them i've been a function uh of i've been a function of a foreign man ever since jane says i got picked on hard my mama had me rocking some four stripe adidas till six oof oof not the four stripe four stripes jesus till sixth grade and then someone stepped on my first pair of nikes i got suspended for beating the shit out of them <laughs> come on you was like look i worked too goddamn hard to get here what you ain't gonna do i know you had a sleepless night before the day you wore them shits come on you was like i'm gonna be fresh uh and another <laughs> another place where america is dumb we're the only country who lists dates month day year everywhere else is day month year i've been in germany for five years and the date list is still trip me up sometimes love the show yeah but we need to keep clocks these people boy you see what i gotta deal with james melanie says well wearing my older cousins uh hand me down was never really a problem because they kept their clothes in mint condition but during my sophomore year my new york auntie decides to hand me down her calvin klein jeans now i was willing to wear the jeans faded because living in virginia white kids wore faded jeans so me being a young black girl who was extremely conservative with money was just fine but my mother decides to buy rick dye i don't know what that means and tried to make them dark blue with cal with calvin's uh that the calvin's came with not a good oh she tried to dye the jeans darker not a good idea everyone knew the rick blue was the that looked like dark purple um the kids clown me so hard that those jeans mysteriously got lost just like my thick glasses wow i'm so sorry melody yeah but my 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 heart goes completely out and that's so sad because your mama was trying right like she didn't mean to fuck you up you know what i'm saying from her perspective she's like i'm gonna have my baby looking good i'm gonna save some money and Mm -hmm. you get to school they'd be like what did you what is going on right and my and my things with clothes because my mama's so old school she motherfucking ironed everything from your t-shirts to your drawers, like she ironed everything and then she was old school so she had like the old school spray can of starch and so she would like iron my pants and shit but the thing is she would iron them fucking so hard and make the crease so hard that even when you wash them the motherfucking crease wouldn't come out so i used to get picked on because they'd be like uh who you about to cut today with them pants that goddamn crease so sharp and hard <laughs> my thing is do parents forget what it was like to be kids because like that shit mattered so much when you was a kid mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. yo you need like it's not that you have to be the freshest nigga in school but like you have to have an acceptable look or else it just ruins your day um and i guess maybe it builds character maybe you just can't afford that shit but i don't know it's just kind of interesting because it's like parents have no fucking sympathy yeah yeah and also i think too uh as parents you have so much going on in your world as an adult that a lot of parents forget that they were children too and they forget how this shit actually directly affects children and act like you're just supposed to get over the shit well it's real easy to get over it when you're in your 30s and 40s because you don't have to deal with the fucking children but when you're actually living through it it like like it is actually a big deal to you as an adult you understand that this shit is a is is a flash in the pan a lot of times in time will pass and time will heal wounds but as a child actually living in that moment that shit matters and it's fucking stressful but the tea is karen it never goes away 
you know if i post a picture on twitter of my food or something it's gonna and it don't look right people gonna roast and they grown you know let somebody wear some some wax shit and take a selfie you know what i'm saying it never really goes away yeah and it's and 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 in my thing that there's something wrong with uh that particularly like like kind of in the black community where everybody got to be fresh and fly and clean that's not so Mm. you know and that's where a lot of that judgment comes in and like you said that shit goes into adulthood you know where everybody because you know you do have some people they'll clown you if you're not spending hundreds of dollars on pants and jeans and shit like that you're like who can afford that bitch you know it, like it's just and on top of that all they doing is sucking each other's dick like they impressing each other nobody else gives a fuck about that but but y'all in that circle yeah uh rockstar says fifth grade summer i got into it with a sixth grade at my summer camp my mom would buy this is a long one this is uh this is like a whole a whole ass story over here <laughs> <laughs> you about you honey you about you about to, to tell tell us like look i got a story to tell all right <laughs> this is, you asked for it that's you asked for it. you asked for it i got the time to type today let me set the stage real quick let me let me give you some background story <laughs> Why you need? You gonna uh, tell the story? Tell the story, right, baby? You need some background music. Drums, please. Fifth grade summer. I got into it with a sixth grade at my summer camp. My mom would buy three pairs of karate slip-on shoes from Payless to last me the summer months. The kid that had a problem, I had a problem with, parents were both doctors. So he always had the nicer shoes, fresh S curl from the barber. Not, not the, not the home S curl kit. The kid kept going in on my shoes. He finally says, I bet you $50 you don't have nice shoes. I told him, I'll take that bet. You better have my money. I said, I'm not sneaking my shoes out for nothing. I let him know that he didn't have my money. We were fighting. Next day, I tried to sneak out the house with my grandmama's cons on. Uh, grandmama cons on. Mama shuts it down. I told her the importance of me wearing the shoes that day, but she wasn't having it. My mom makes me grab the shoes and tells me to put my slip on them. Uh, and let's go. We had, we get to camp and mom is like, point them out. I reluctantly point the kid out. My mom rushes over to him, calls him out and says, okay, here's the shoes. Where's the money? He didn't have it. My mama went off saying if you're not if you're not clothing my son don't worry about it needless to say this is very embarrassing i got clowned by everybody that day i did keep my promise though i gave the kid the mchands i gave him the hands for two reasons my father always taught me to be a man of my word and because i knew that situation was going to play out exactly like it did with mother embarrassing me even further as opposed to her just letting me be my, be great by wearing my good shoes to be honest I probably would have fucked the good shoes up at camp. Right. And your mom was like, I'm not buying on no shoes when school come back in session. A different summer. My mom would have, wouldn't allow me to switch the karate shoes for a new pair. Even though the pair I was wearing was falling apart. We're talking kick, we're playing kickball. And when I go to kick the ball, the sole of the shoe goes flying with the ball. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this thing was Flintstone in it. The canvas part of the shoe is still on my foot. But my sock was touching the ground. I had to sit in the office for the rest of the day until my mom picked me up. But before I got to the office, every boy that was playing kickball with me made sure to clown me all the way to the office. Oh, Damn. That's, them, them shoes exploded. 
it ended right at the at the right line for the uh summertime too on the court yet to the mall he said yeah i got on sneaks but i need a new pair you yes, sure do baby miss ct says i got picked on all throughout my childhood for my clothes there were too many children to dress and not enough money to go around for all of us to have the latest and greatest always a few seasons or years behind it was always a tough experience now i'm able to afford better clothes but i still don't know what style is for me i just hope i figure it out what my style what my style is soon i hear you yep and and also when it comes to stylists whatever you like because like a lot of people have a lot of rules and regulations and restrictions on clothes like my mama she was like you can't wear white after labor day and off white and pe- I, I don't give a fuck if i fucking feel like wearing lemon lime yellow in the middle of fucking winter i will like i i, I don't follow no rules when it comes to if i want to put it on i'll put it on people ask me at work that's off I, like, I don't give a fuck about off season you're not buying it leave me alone <laughs> mm-hmm. we had episode 1683 wing chick where we had our girl uh tanja uh come in and talk about her new series that's mm-hmm. coming out um Coakley says okay so ors can be a little less formal than you might think as a patient i've been uh, i guess she's talking about that doctor who was dancing in the operating room Mm -hmm. i've been around them as a laboratory scientist checking on blood supplies a time or two and there's some inappropriate humor sometimes some music you want your surgeon to be as stress-free as possible when he or she is cutting on you to be honest however dancing around and filming it if this is not for teaching use highly questionable highly questionable i mean these niggas some of these people got brain death and shit like she was fucking people up yes she was as to consent patrons probably did consent to allowing viewing of the surgery for purposes of quality and instruction but your cosmetic surgeon should not be trying to be michael jackson in a procedure yeah the thing is uh it's not just consent to that she put it on youtube like she had a whole youtube snapchat channel of her dancing around the songs and i mean like honestly the operating um like assistants were also twerking in the background and shit like it was bad like i don't this woman is definitely i don't think she is necessarily applies to the like there might be some technical loopholes of like well technically sometimes we use this yeah, for and research I'm pretty sure doctors do do that but what they don't do is put that shit on youtube it's used for educational purposes yeah this wasn't that right whatever that shit was this ain't the same uh rich says take that shit to trial mo take that shit to trial i hope he wins i hope he ends up renaming the site mo on blondes or mofart uh you know it's ironic that the other black co-star didn't sue as well yeah that's right it was two it was a double two black dudes and and ryan connor in the scene uh well yeah with a name like nat turner yeah the other the other black dude in the scene is named nat turner like he's supposed to be a uh like why you gonna take that revolutionary ass black man don't take no shit name for your porn name but you cool with him getting called nigga and you ain't say nothing yeah i guess well they didn't call me no nigga so much for the revolution so much that company's been doing that racist shit for years spring thomas katie thomas etc and ryan connor is confirmed that you are trash yeah she trash for that mm-hmm. trace windu says ryder karen thanks so much for having tanja at embrace the j on this episode it was truly helpful informative interesting and thoughtful as an aspiring screenwriter slash filmmaker it was great to hear tanja's awesome advice and encouragement thanks again for this one ride karen and tanja thank you thank you and we had the poll which is have you ever donated to a crowdfunding co- campaign for black art yes or no i was actually kind of surprised by the results i have i have too 48 percent yes 52 percent no um 
miss ct says i think i'm done with crowdfunding of any projects unless i know the person of uh, people personally there's too many shady characters out there here trying to make a quick buck thanks y'all yes yeah, sadly man I, I knew that that fan con shit was gonna hurt a lot of credibility for people mm-hmm. but you know even before then there were other little things but you know i guess you have to do your research and shit you know but yeah i feel you i, I mean what am i gonna say uh and i and you know it's something i try to avoid like we've had ideas where we were like oh we could try to do it and i was like mm, let's see if we can do it ourselves first because i don't really like playing with people's money right and especially yeah. with crowdfunding and shit i it doesn't mean just because you're crowdfunding something it doesn't mean that you even know all the risk associated with it and something could happen where you really do mean to come through for people but you just don't know better and you fuck something up transparency and all that is cool but when you fucking with people money they sometimes they don't care uh yeah like and i remember you talking just like you said we kind of did the old school because this is how it used to be people used mm-hmm. to have to get the money up front perform the task you know like prepare yeah, people would take out loans stuff actually, like that you know if you took a loss you took the loss not not the people that actually are coming or, or participating or, mm-hmm. or, or giving their dollars for a product um so we had episode 1684 the blackout test live 2018 miss 1ko says laugh my ass off um they not ready uh they not ready to announce your pregnancy dress oh the not ready to announce your pregnancy dress that's a word right uh yeah i mean them dresses everybody know them dresses mm-hmm. like they just fit a certain way yeah like celebrities start wearing them dresses you be like mm, maybe that could just be a gassy day or you just picked a weird outfit but you never know uh but um the hotels were missing but uh actually adjacent with, with full swing talking about how she is passing and how so many want a seat at master's table oh that's the go-to ain't it oh god listen man i don't no offense man but so many of the more like woke activists slash whatever black twitter like accounts that be acting out like that they always feel like they either just figured out they were black yesterday or they fucking um have never been listened to and around black people until black twitter came out because it's just like nigga we get it you know what i mean like no no like you sound just like the 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 hotel negro bedwinch niggas and even they knew to act right for megan's uh big day like just let people let black people have some fun dog it's not it's not gonna be the end of the world have you been around black people black people can we're dual conscious we we can have fun with certain shit and at the same time recognize like the bigger issues and problems in the world it's not just one or the other you know whenever you hear people say like oh why y'all was concentrating on this it's always like you don't why are you so why are you trying so hard why are you trying so hard you know are you gonna get some bonus points for this this stupid ass shit you just did but yeah i didn't see a lot of the people doing that because i wasn't really on uh i was playing basketball so i wasn't really on twitter and shit when during the wedding but you know i'm sure there were tons of people that were doing it and i'm sure there was also like them getting artificially elevated because even if it's just a handful of people with stupid opinions you know how it is on twitter like i see it then you see it then you see that i saw it and then everybody's retweeting it and saying their own comments so yeah that's how they end up ruining a fun time but it's a wedding it does no one thought we were gonna get free because of megan markle nobody woke up the next day i was like no, we post racial right no miss ko goes on to say uh hashtag anyway never forget hashtag don't 
bathe in your mama's gravy and uh, another chuckle inducing show thank you miss 1ko thank you um then we had um llama llama time says oh my god this is beautiful i'm so proud of you karen and rye i could cry with happiness y'all are so inspirational uh i'm assuming that's about the live show um hey look it'll be inspirational if y'all show up that's the only thing i care about just show they, up they will they'll show up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm just gonna keep pushing i believe in up. y'all y'all don't bought tickets and then got hotels i believe they're gonna show up i don't believe in nothing till y'all there in my faces people I already put took pto time off then told they boss to kiss their asses they out until i'm hugging people i don't believe it okay uh al says agree all right thank y'all but i'm glad that you guys uh going through this process with us all we're doing is being transparent about all the ups and downs of it mm-hmm. well mill 73 says the blackout to his live show i heard your plans but here's where you fucked up first of all you rented a 400 seat theater i checked your twitter mentions and between yourselves and the show twitter you have forty thousand followers you should have sprung for the convention center also you went all reasonable and shit with sensibly priced tickets nah niggas you should have priced them bitches between 150 to 200 dollars a pop with vip seats going for 1500 dollars also chris lambert is good and all but you should be out here with promos for chris rock donald glover and childish gambino and pre-slavery was a choice kanye you niggas doing it wrong it's almost as if you wanted to succeed without a hitch make a little money and boast of your brand as people that deliver what was promised <laughs> it is almost like that i mean we definitely ran down a list of people we could promise were coming that weren't gonna come and uh we said no i'm not gonna say we're not gonna barack obama is gonna be at our show and neither is michelle now i won't say he won't be at the show i don't know who's buying tickets but i can't promise you that he will be at the show right seriously though this is awesome i hope it, i hope it is successful and i wish i could make it maybe one day you will have a live show in the pacific northwest Emil. thanks thank you um uh, michelle says about van jones and his friend jared kushner the new champion of prison reform the only reason trump is even discussing prison reform is because his son-in-law jared kushner wants to change the law to make it possible for his father charles kushner and ex-con to get a job in the government none of the bills that have been they have pushed include anything about actual sentencing reform sounds like van let them use him again yeah i saw van was on npr talking about some damn uh barack obama didn't do anything for criminal justice reform in his eight years but maybe trump can and honestly man fuck that nigga now like 2018 is a year i'm i'm done giving the benefit of doubt to whack niggas like it come it's, on it's dog. over it's this over is whack no like you, you seem like a whack dude bro just stop like it's so it's it's so ridiculous this we gonna love these races in the in the supporting us it's so so stupid it's asinine and he's wasting his time and the way that he's trying to turn everything into both sides because you have to do that when you're capitulating the races i like he's useless like if you can't you can't win with certain people like that because it's mm-hmm. like as long as you think me and the races both have the same like amount of responsibility in fixing this issue then you're already putting me in a position to to that reinstates reinforces white supremacy and i won't deal with it so that nigga's whack and he should, and he doesn't he'll realize eventually they they see him the same way they see them other niggas candace uh owens and uh fracking frick and all the motherfuckers like they see y'all all the same bro right 
al says for shizzle snoop dogg line is america's sweetheart and martha stewart is a thug agreed and congratulations on the live show so happy for you bo thank, thank you thank you uh the poll was do you think the trump administration will listen to van jones on prison reform i'd like to know you know what what people think because i think they want to be honest with y'all uh karen's shaking her head no so she don't think they will let's see what you guys think one percent of y'all said yes so i assume van jones listened to the show 96 percent of y'all said no and maybe a little three percent of y'all said maybe a little um here's the comments uh day from the six says congratulations Ryder, carrying your first live podcast event that what this is showing is your progression as a brand i've looked at the theater and it's the real deal people these guys are not playing so if you could please attend i have a feeling that it will be a success i'm so happy for you too and everyone involved in making this a reality day from toronto canada by the way since you have passports put toronto on your travel list thanks buddy um and uh yeah man we do hope that it's a success and yet yeah, that theater is the real deal it is a real deal you click i mean they got pictures and photos and everything i mean they got a number you can dial we we not playing with y'all yeah but i mean real deal is in like it's it's a nice uh it's a nice venue it's really mm-hmm. nice uh brooklyn shoebay says trump only cares about what trump wants van jones is spitting in the wind talking to trump yep and Lakita says uh i feel like the question is rhetorical because we all know that trump only hears white noise until it's his turn to speak by the way i love the new look of the website trey chic we also <laughs> all I, I was so happy i was so i felt so i worked so hard finding the website stuff uh that night um i was on it for hours like something went wrong with our old um website thing like it did an update and it was fucking up stuff on the front page i was like i'm gonna go in here and just tinker around and man i really like to look at the new website it i do smooth. too yes it does uh we also all know that you and karen will have nothing but success at the live event because that you got that's what you guys deserve i'm really excited for you guys i thank you i hope so man y'all keep buying tickets man i think the next time i'm gonna celebrate is if and when we hear that it's sold out and if that takes four months or if it never gets sold out then we'll see but uh i think that's the next time i'll probably feel like really like okay now i can just concentrate on nothing but doing the best show possible for everybody to have as much fun as possible Mm -hmm. yeah we know people are waiting on to be paid and stuff like that so i think that uh people will buy the tickets like i said we don't know how much longer because you know people get paid every friday every other friday so you mess around and wait too long they'd be sold out yeah like so i I might come in here crying (laughs) episode 1685 an apology to straight white males this is when i you know i went off a little bit um the episode before so i needed to let them know that my bad mike in london says apology accepted <laughs> you're welcome mike you're welcome buddy looking out for you miss anderson says yes i just got my life when i sat at my desk turned on the podcast and ride hit me with those lyrics so glad to have that back we got you charles says selma hayek long been problematic one week she's all woke then she's capitalizing on her white adjacency including billionaire white french husband but man if she showed up and wanted to uh wanted to what throw some milf sex on this bbc i must be honest my little comparatively head would win over my big head i know i know bad for the man brand but i'm being honest here jesus christ why'd you even write in Duh! 
why why'd you do this just leave it to yourself nobody gives a fuck i need to put his clock in his pants too right what's going on with you man come on charles come on man everybody knows everybody will fuck selma hike that's no big news still like what does that mean <laughs> man but if she wanted to fuck me she doesn't so let's get back to her being racist uh being a hypocrite at least uh andrea says selma hike still ain't shit i listened to her in a recent interview with oprah she speaks of an aunt of hers telling her to laugh at a villager in her hometown who flashed her when she was a small child the man stopped doing it and selma used that fact to segue into how harvey weinstein grew to respect her after having been sexually inappropriate towards her she is still on this control your narrative don't be a victim bullshit rehearing her exchange with jessica williams just submitted my fuck selma forever stance as always great episode yeah see this is the thing about um selma and i and i said this before on the show and i don't i i like i honestly don't know where you place this uh and i know for some people it's extremely simple and black and white and that's fine for them but i'm speaking for myself i really don't know where you place somebody that their coping mechanism seems to be the same as the advice they're giving so like their coping mechanism is i understand men are scum and shit and these men have been scum towards me too but the only way we're going to do it is just to not even think about it like i am just selma i'm not a woman i'm not i'm not uh, a race i am just a, a person and i am just as valuable as any other person on this earth and i'm gonna do blah, 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 blah. and you're like i get that that's how you have to cope like that's that sounds like what right i mean because like she was a little girl and it sounds like her aunt told her basically the same type of thing like girl you just laugh at these men and it'll be all right you know like that's how she's quote unquote made it and i understand and respect that but when you turn it around and start giving people this advice that you really don't know their experience and you're like but i just put my head down and worked harder and didn't pay attention to it i get it but that can't be the solution for everybody and that's what jessica was trying to communicate to her when she's like but some days like my experience is this and some days i just don't got it for it for what you're saying you know someone's acting like she can't even relate to it you know i'm like but you definitely have to relate to it even to get to the point where you're talking about just fuck it you had to go through the steps that she was at at some point come on so it just i don't know man i don't i don't necessarily hate her i just think that was whack i I think agreed it was really whack and i think she has some uh it was really hypocritical for her to then turn around and be like well then harvey weinstein doesn't respond to us because we women of color and that's fucked up and we got it hard and like but you told jessica williams something totally different come on you was basically just like get over it but okay uh i don't know if this is pronounced deme or deem but uh it says my niggy sense shout out to curtis from gay side stories and ratchet ramblings i just did a podcast with them uh with ratchet ramblings and uh curtis and um um jeremy uh last saturday uh it was out monday and uh it was fun it's ratchet ramblings uh it's also on the cspn network and we talked about love and hip-hop atlanta and we talked about basketball wives i think i forgot to mention on the show but it was fun to tell if you guys want to hear me at my shadiest go check it out uh uh my ratchet uh my sis was tingling all last week because i got high was literally stuck in my head for days and i don't know why until rod read that article afro man out here being trash shaking my head 
ev says this straight white male debate is as ridiculous as when bo bice was offended for being called a white boy these false equivalencies Ugh. is just another way to dismiss or invalidate serious discussions about race anyone who wraps themselves up in the cloaks of victimization knows they're full of shit they just don't care about individuals who are different than them i agree i mean apologies aside i agree you know uh is straight white male the new n-word yep nope or <laughs> oh lord karen what would you vote no okay yep got zero percent zero people think straight white male is the new n-word 48 percent of y'all say no it is not the new n-word and 42 uh 52 percent uh the comments melanie says white people are always trying to compare their grief to our oppression straight white male is no n-word if anything it's a term for more privilege stephanie says child straight white men are so damn exhausting they want to be oppressed so badly don't they come on laqueta chisholm says uh since when was a factual description of a person a ish- an issue this is stupid cut the crap <laughs> lol white people need a hug cut the crap cut the crap uh, uh the last one was no more kneeling we had five comments uh and this was after like the nfl came down and was like uh y'all niggas either gotta stay in the locker room or stand for the national anthem um all right let's see what your comments were uh i know i'm gonna pronounce this wrong but it looks like ibby baby i hope that's right and if not i'm so sorry that fucked your name up uh it sounds like you're referring to the one child policy in china when you're talking about the population issues in japan in china they're now having issues with the ratio of males to females because of the policy that just ended yeah we were talking about japan karen brought up china my bad it was uh when we were supposed to be talking about japan and that's why i said earlier you cannot listen to karen when you talk about oh right if it's it's not racist if it's true no you see what kind of person agrees with that the kind of person that when we talk about japan starts talking about npr heard that it's like blah 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 and she was talking about china the whole time <laughs> now that's why i normally do the research and the articles around right here. that's why you do the research because i i actually do not try to remember those things and and know that the details matter yes but and i come in like fuck it let's do it live karen was just freestyling <laughs> and fucked up the whole show we've been getting reminders <laughs> and emails all week uh that it was not the right karen picked the wrong place my, my bad y'all thank you for letting me know in japan the problem is that there are more old people than young and japan's population is getting too old to work japan is relying on the influx of foreigners to boost its workforce basically but they don't like foreigners that much either to be honest people stay super in the closet here most uh for the most part for good reason i'm bisexual but you know how people assume everybody's straight so they assume that they're talking to someone where it's cool to bash gay people out of the blue for no reason at all i work a job where people knowing i'm i'm not straight might affect my paycheck at the end of the day i can't get fired for it but i'm terrified for people in general to know about it i already live paycheck to paycheck as it is i can't be out here making less i almost cussed somebody out at work because he implied drag queens and trans women in the shinjuku uh ni chrome uh ni chome or is, okay uh district uh the gay hangout district in tokyo were going to attack him and have and have their way with him because they what? looked at him what fuck out of my face 
uh far says i totally agree with glad about more queer representation especially as queer poc however i really need them to stop throwing out okoye uh out there because she was never queer in the comics they keep mixing her up with ao and aneka yeah i know i um i feel you far but i don't think they're talking about comic book uh accuracy here they just want they just want some lgbtq prominent characters and okoye is going to be an attractive prominent character to have as an lgbtq person because she has such a big role in the movie like i wouldn't take it offensively um like i'm i'm not even offended at them saying black panther because black panther is so progressive for black people i'm not offended i just think if they want to promote their message they're gonna have to stop conflating black progress with gay progress as as like a hindrance like oh so y'all do this for the blacks but not that gays it's like nigga there's gay black people come on and then two it doesn't mean that um that 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 this movie is more of a slap in the face than say like ant-man and the wasp or something like why just this movie singling out as you know wonder woman or something like that so um but i feel but you know but i but i absolutely understand where they're coming from because i think it's so much easy it's so easy to do the inclusion you there's no excuse it's so easy it will be a home run and it will only take a couple lines of script d raz ph9 says here for captain america and bucky Barnes is a couple five stars i mean mm-hmm. their hair goes their relationship goes i mean the way they were looking at each other dog mm-hmm uh eve says i really wish that person hadn't thrown water on tammy lawrence because now she gets to play the martyr for the right i wish i would have it would have been a cup of piss at least that way she'd actually have something to cry about fuck her oh yeah here's the thing though like because i i listened to uh firestarter this weekend this week and they were talking about it and bob brought up some good points about how like uh you know people are calling her nazi and she's not nazi but you know she she is a racist but there's some nuance in between that he's right there is i'm but I, I but i'm just being honest i don't like her and i don't fuck with her and the stuff that she says is the same to me as nazi shit like right just because um just because it's more common the kind of racism she she promotes i don't forgive it any anymore like she, to me she's as bad as richard spencer um and so i don't so i don't really have this sympathy for her getting shit thrown on her i'm not even trying to say it's right or wrong i think obviously um you know physically attacking somebody and shit like that you shouldn't be doing it but i but i'm not required to give a fuck when it happened to people that i think are horrible people you know just like if somebody fucking like shot r kelly i wouldn't be like damn man uh black on black crime or you know we got to stop being violent but i would i wouldn't feel i'm not required to feel bad for that man and that's how i feel with tommy lawrence and so when you bring up well now she gets to play the martyr she already does play the martyr yes she does that all of them over there already do that so like to say that oh now they're gonna really be bad they already are the worst you know there's no extra level to what they will do because of this i don't know if it's a hustle or she genuinely believes it but neither one it doesn't matter to me it's a moot point like she's whether she got water thrown on her or whether um just some nigga was like uh fuck you tommy lawrence she would have still been on twitter like i can't believe people would come up to me and do this and people would eat it up 
and they're gonna eat it that's how she makes money now she's not making money because only fox news people like her know her Mm. she's making money because people at the daily show don't have a problem with her Charlemagne don't have a problem with her a lot of like a lot of the quote-unquote liberals that you know were on twitter being like it has gone too far this is not you know we're not gonna do this and that's how they make a living is because there's a solidarity for white women that just does not exist for a lot of other people so and i don't think that's a good thing i don't think i don't think it's a good thing and people like her will consistently take advantage of it and it's the same reason that we're still having quote-unquote articles and shit about why white people voted for trump you know it's like the Mm -hmm. same impulse to humanize them is what she relies on but she relies on it whether she get water thrown on her or not ultimately it's just a a a moment of me just going oh yeah well that's funny fuck her than anything else because there ain't nothing gonna happen to her Mm -mm. you know you know her mom got some water thrown on her i'm I'm, I'm just surprised they didn't bust no caps because she swear that she stayed with the heat for you know the liberal cucks and the snowflakes and uh all i know is when they brought the records to her she just got up and left she ain't have she ain't want no smoke so kind of surprised all this shit they talk about having guns and what they would do in a crisis situation her ass got the fuck up out of there and walked out um all right trey says hey Ryder karen just wanted to say congrats on the live show love the new look at the website ps in l3 dash three sevens voice from solo so glad i listened to this podcast thank you (laughs) thank you and the poll was will nfl players stop kneeling now now that they passed a new rule yes or no what do you think most will you might have a handful that won't but most of them aren't. i say most i just mean all of them a hundred percent of them will stop kneeling no okay 40 percent of people say yes they will stop kneeling and 60 percent say no they won't stop kneeling yeah you're gonna have a few and then like i said they're gonna put the microphones in their faces they're gonna start talking out yeah i think the i think they probably made a a simple thing a simple problem worse correct that's my guess um all right let's go to voicemails we had a couple this week see if i play them rod karen my homies my play cousins i'm coming to see you i am so excited to see y'all in september I was in the chat room the day you announced it, and I'm so happy I was because by the time y'all logged off, I had my VIP ticket, Aww. my air airline ticket, what? and my hotel booked. Wow. So I am very excited to you come. Um, I'm being real incognito about it online, though. Oh, so this is Carissa. Uh, sounds like Arisa. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Prof Corey, um, and I'm having to be incognito about it because the fall I have a lot of professional travel, mm. which means that I'll have to adjust the syllabus for the classes that I'm teaching to accommodate like three different weeks where I have to travel for professional reasons. So now, because it's a Thursday, I'm definitely going to have to adjust yet another thursday in my teaching schedule so yeah i'm really gonna lay low on this <laughs> but i'm <laughs> definitely coming so thanks so much for making the opportunity thanks for um making a vip opportunity um and just i'm just excited and looking forward to it so congratulations on 
your vision and being able to execute it. And uh, I'll see y'all in the chat and on Facebook and Twitter. All right, bye. Okay, oh, wait to meet you, Karitha. Thank you so much. I am so excited. And uh people have, they've been booking them hotels, they've been booking them flights. People actually been sharing like specials, like flight specials for like people flying. Uh people are, like hitting, hey, if you want to fly to this place, these are the special, these are the deals. Like everybody trying to hook each other up to try to uh come and see us. I am so excited. We appreciate it, seriously. We do because we know money don't grow on trees, so we know y'all spending them real American dollars. Mm-hmm. Gas ain't cheap. It sure ain't. All right, next one. Just calling to congratulate you. I'm so excited. Um, I can't wait to to meet you. Um, I was waiting. I was one of the people that was waiting. I was like, I'm gonna wait to get my tickets. And driving to work, I heard, oh, the tickets are gone. The VIP tickets are gone, and my heart just sank. Mm-hmm. I was I was in such disbelief. There is no way that Gay Jesus will let me miss this opportunity <laughs> because I have to be in VIP. It is a must. So I said, I don't care. I'm going to go and look in here anyway. So apparently, while I was looking through stop signs and stoplights, uh, your event planner must have went in the back and already had the tickets posted up. So while you were talking about they were coming, they were already there, but I didn't want to jinx it. So I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a um, in one of the uh, posts, because I was like, well, I'm getting out. Yes, I'm selfish. I'm sorry, but I knew that I had to get in VIP, and I'm so excited. Aww. And I can't wait. I've had the piece. I had to sew together two days so I can make this trip because I have my vacation going everywhere. But I was the best seamstress ever because I sewed two days together so I can be there, looking at y'all, getting hugs, seeing people from the um in the group chats and everything i'm elated that this is going to be just just an incredible night and i'm so excited so i can't wait to meet y'all i can't we can't wait to meet everybody else and let's have a great time see you in september uh-huh. oh thank you we- and jillia was on it dog yeah like-, like 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 she hit them up y'all and like i don't know how i, I don't know if the place is like 24 hours that that night it was like we got you and i'm about to tell y'all something now um so i'm on the site for the tickets mm-hmm. and it normally says you can order 10 up to 10 tickets right mm-hmm. for general admission or vip you can still get 10 tickets for general admission but vip is only go to six right now so <laughs> i think there might be six vip tickets left so y'all uh I, I don't know how long it's gonna take to sell out but i'm just letting you know if you're waiting on those they might be gone by the time you even hear this podcast mm-hmm. but uh just letting you know yeah, and and also plenty but, of general left though i think yeah, it still we, say 10 we don't know the numbers yeah so uh, we'll but, know tuesday all right uh and also uh for those of you that are are booking hotels and uh you're booking on the hotels that we have you know the specials for mm-hmm. 
uh y'all hit around and you never know you might have you a, a blackout who tips traveling buddy because you know a lot of people traveling out of the same cities same towns y'all mm-hmm. might can get up and, and do things around uh the city uh me and roger talked about it and uh when it comes close to the time we might just announce on the show like some yeah we'll definitely do things. a rundown yeah. we'll do a special show with like here's some things to do while you're in town mm-hmm. not that there's a lot to do in charlotte but you know i mean we're pretty you know typical uh but there's a lot of there is a lot of stuff for different people to do here so we'll try to give y'all a bit of a rundown um all right and then uh it's time uh to do y'all's emails y'all wrote us some emails and we're gonna read them uh this one is it says afro man i think it's from ed it says yo please google the afro man incident he didn't have to admit it it's on tape bro he slapped the fuck out of that white girl one of the most pitiful things i've seen in a long time he was dead wrong for that you got to see it tell us what you think um i want to say we saw it i don't like i feel like this shit happened years ago and we saw it and talked about on the podcast a while ago Um, yeah and i would show it to the audience but i don't really want to show a woman getting slapped to our um, podcast audience um you know you know just so we can react to it um you know if, if so because the shit is foul damn they made a gif of it jesus um not a gift that i mean that's how you know it's some wild oh yeah we definitely watched it i remember this yeah he was playing the guitar yeah yeah i mean look dog this is why you don't get on the stage and everything but he also ain't had to do it that way nope and that was the job of security you hire security for yeah a i remember this she was <laughs> sorry i remember this yeah she wasn't even on there in some menacing way he did that because he wanted to correct and there's really no just when she kind of off to the side or something yeah she was right. like dancing on the stage and he just he was playing a guitar and he just turned around and open hand slapped her as hard as he could mm-hmm. yeah i i can't i can't mm-hmm. um can't pretend that that's okay because it's not um so we got so okay so some emails have been coming in with people that have been buying tickets and then sending us the tickets in the email so that we can give them to other people um and olivia from chicago did this she can't make it but she said hi rod below please find a gift of two general admission tickets to the blackout to his live 2018 donated by the law office oh i designated i designated them uh to be held at will call the venue these are for a contest winner of some kind congratulations to you and karen for all your hard work such a great milestone i can't believe i waited one day and the vip tickets i intended to purchase were sold out y'all are awesome yeah i'm gonna um i'm gonna have to make a new i'm gonna have to make a new folder to put all this in correct to keep track yes yeah give me a second i'm uh yeah and so as it get closer we'll definitely uh we'll do some kind of giveaway yeah 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 i'll put uh live tickets mm-hmm. giveaway and so we'll come up with something for that later we will um uh so yuri writes in hey y'all i wanted to write in and say that i love your show i learned your of your magic when rob was a guest on twitter when marissa janae was also a guest and y'all had discussed what she experienced with the bernie sanders campaign i love your dynamic and the whole wide range of topics that y'all uh cover you both make my commute so much more livelier and make me feel at ease that other people are fed up with the shit that's going on in our country while having constructive conversations and analysis well thank you i know she took it way back yeah twitter man rest in peace twill rest in peace 
uh i wanted to write to also provide some insight into stuff that was raised in your wednesday's no more kneeling episode it's china that has the one child policy until very recently they had issues that karen discussed uh prioritizing boys now suffering through a crisis of lacking brides right um japan's going through a lot of weird shit because they're weirdly oppressive in a lot of ways while anything can fly in the anime manga world in the real world some of the realities of non-heteronormative things aren't okay additionally like many developed nations people aren't having enough babies to support the incredibly aging population in japan and with regards to trans rights what i'm seeing on the media is that due to the national healthcare system there's a lot of red tape that trans folks have to jump through to be deemed appropriate or to receive quote-unquote treatment in japan being trans classified as an illness still as gender dysphoria and while that gives some validity to being trans because it's recognized a valid condition it still is stigmatized because quote-unquote something is wrong with you if you are diseased and to skip the red tape a lot of people who can afford it have traditionally gone abroad to places like thailand to get transition surgery quicker and cheaper also there's a segment on guess the race where an asian dude with a latinx sounded last name was a guy who was caught by the police sometimes latinx names can be can indicate that someone is filipino because filipinos are southeast asian due to spanish colonization mm-hmm. they have spanish sounding last names um yeah hey look that's what that's makes guess the race so fun that's what makes it so fun is that you start saying shit you know in your own stereotypes if i just oh his name was you know larry ruiz and then oh ruiz oh that sound like and then blam he asian it's just like oh you didn't see that no i didn't see that oh because of all the stereotypes that we've been around and grown accustomed to in our lives it's it's the best game in the world honestly guess the race is a great game because you can either be racist or right or wrong yeah, you know what i mean like you either you either right because you racist or you wrong and you're a good person but you lose the game like what would you rather be as <laughs> i love the game i wish i could play but unfortunately i end up on the other end right also there was a uh, oh wait i just wanted to share my knowledge with y'all and don't mean to dish y'all's work i didn't take mm-hmm, it as a dish mm-hmm. and share with you what i've learned being asian american sincerely in solidarity siuri thank you thank you nah it's not a diss at all like especially um that china uh japan mm-hmm. thing yeah. that karen brought yeah, up I like no i didn't know yeah i'd rather i'd rather us know the right shit than be out here promoting some, some bad information and it's really on me guys i should have ah! it felt wrong when karen said it and i just let her go it's my fault <laughs> it felt wrong i was like oh, okay like, that don't sound right ah! like when she said i listened to npr i was like okay well maybe yeah. it's some new shit that just happened in japan and japan <laughs> got some china shit going on that i just never knew yeah, about that's I mean, my racism kicking in i apologize y'all i'm not exactly an internationalist guys i don't know everything and I happening either, as you can see uh so i trusted my wife on national radio in front of everybody when you're going i'm the one who do all the research that's why she don't research it's my fault no more kneeling urgent correction smith jeff writes in hi guys please ignore if i already mentioned but can you your information on the podcast news regarding female child abandonment and abortion of the past you speak you speak of are in china along with the problem of there being more and more men now that the government has more than one child allow uh allow policy again please be careful of this information as it would rain hell from japan japanese and china's chinese descended listeners and two countries often have big resentments toward each other please do not confuse them sis I always love and you need to know um 
the intolerance towards transgender is real in that many asian societies except maybe thailand look upon all perceived forms of homosexuality as family shame with the parents expecting grandchildren as a form of deference towards them the sterilization had been used for the mentally disabled until the 1990s keep in mind this is a country that is hosting the olympics in two years time with desires to enter the global community but with notions like these they will stay behind keep doing what you do but stay up and stay aware all respect and love jeff in osaka japan the other black guy who tips i like that jeff came in like nigga don't do that that's 510 right he was like no no you don't know like 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 it's beef over here like like you get sliced up jeff really came fucking around, out of, fucking around don't don't say that out loud keep that in your thoughts jeff really came out of nowhere like hold up mm-hmm. no I, I ain't trying i ain't trying i ain't trying to get you fucked up karen they Ooh. gonna cancel y'all right you gonna look on they gonna take they gonna take the rss feed down here's the I'm thing i'm so sorry here's the thing about the podcast though in general like uh the people that listen to it they're they know the context so they know that they have all these episodes they've listened to us so they know that if it's like a mistake that people make or some shit that uh if they do write in they're not gonna write in and be like you motherfuckers most of the time so i you know i i, I appreciate the concern for for karen and me, me but too. yeah I, I i think i think we're good i think we're gonna be good 1686 says no no more oh then he wrote in for this hi guys about japan and lgbtq again yes they have lobbies but the bureaucrats are quite influenced by the nationalist conservative ldp party that is running things now and yes they have gummed up the work seriously considering that the population is dropping japan is an aging society where by 2040 only one in five people will be over 50 wow wait in 2040 one in five oh well not only but okay 20 percent of the population will be 50 years or older by 20 okay and they pull this uh no kids for transgender people shit love to you both jeff mm. well i wonder what the adoption thing is like over like can <coughs> do they not have kids that need homes and shit because of the um the lack of of young people like is that also like a lack of kids growing up in like orphanages and shit I, I guess it's just hard for me to imagine imagine that uh ria says got them vips hey see y'all in september baby i'm so proud of you both lady karen and raj me and my daughter is coming to north kakalaki to see y'all i said this already on facebook but everything for the live show is so well laid out and professional yo shout out to jillian and shout out to myself okay because like i took my time and i did the thing on the website you know what i'm saying it look it look a little little, little something but shout out to jillian though she did all the real work come on uh, <laughs> she's she she the real mvp shout out to jillian and, and and her co-workers they did the actual real work but yes uh and that was karen's idea to even do the hotel thing so like because mm-hmm, i was like y'all traveling y'all ain't no reasons why y'all got to pay full prices for hotels uh i was surprised that i was so surprised that the ticket price was so low well not low but i was expecting to pay more the price was so reasonable and we were able to get vip we are purchasing uh merch and we will be there fan girl in the f out just one question is j trill gonna be in the house oh justin yes. will be there i we i don't know what the show format is gonna look like um uh, but you know maybe we'll do what we did for uh negro con justin can just come and be the guest for the whole show i don't it's really up to him to be honest i gotta ask him right you ask him, uh, right. 
so i'll, I'll ask him right you know? he knows he might be in there taking pictures too we don't know right so uh just want oh yeah love you love y'all like play cousins Rhea. thank you thank you and uh yeah well, i'll ask jay trailer you want to be on the show show because i'm i'm cool with that me too last one from miss c2 miss ct who says hello rod and karen as you probably already know podcasts are very personal and not every podcast is for everyone but i've mentioned the blackout tips a few times to my aunt about different topics you discuss for the last few weeks and she requested that i play it my aunt doesn't like anything that i like and we are no longer able to watch movies together either but i took a chance and downloaded a couple of episodes for her to listen to a chance needless to say i heard her literally laughing out loud to youtube being ridiculous and it made me happy oh now it is now it is is it possible that she could listen to more episodes and uh to one more episode and never listen again possibly but if she got good taste i'm sure she'll come on back sooner rather than later thanks for giving me a nice moment with my family miss ct oh thank you that's dope man you know what i'm saying like i really do imagine in my highest highest like what i would like this show to be i really do imagine like a show where we can kind of like breach the divide and kind of bring some people together at least make it fun to you know because like no offense man but like so many of the shows that even when i agree with them and they have like progressive like politics or they have like kind of inclusive stuff a lot of these shows they not entertaining mm-hmm. they're not funny mm-hmm. they don't sound like they're having fun it's it's very much like cancel everybody don't forgive anyone don't uh nothing's good enough uh, you bring up a person's name and they run down a list of shit they hate about them and i'm not saying that that those aren't valid feelings but it just it's not the show that we want to do and so you know we have fun we're not always gonna be um a hundred percent right and a hundred percent woke on everything we're not always gonna be um uh it's not always gonna be laughing some shit is gonna be serious but we're genuine and we're open and we're transparent about what we do here um and i really do think it's brought a lot of people together um in a lot of ways like i was making a joke with justin but i do mean it it's gonna be really funny to look in the in the live crowd and i'm out of the facebook group obviously i'm off that narcotic but um it's gonna be weird to look in the crowd and be like yo i know this person doesn't like that person because only because of facebook which is one of the greatest reasons i got out of that group but i know these people don't like each other but they all like us and we brought people together here to enjoy this and in my highest hopes i hope that people can uh when they're laughing and having fun with us they can see that no matter what personal shit they may have with each other there's something inside of them that enjoys the same thing and they can see that in each other and i hope that that helps bring people more together and i hope that it helps people see each other rather than just like a set of you know things that we have on the internet that go check the box yes or no and if i like you or not you know in my in my honestly the highest uh, goal for the show would be something like that i know it's impossible and i know everybody can't do it but to bring people together and everybody have a good time and for a second you just kind of forget about the bullshit of the world that's what i want the show to be um and for you to know that you have an advocate you have a uh 
you have somebody that's going hey you're not crazy we see this bullshit too but we also not gonna let it break us um that's kind of what i want the show to be you know so i'm glad that you and your aunt had that moment me too and that means a lot and like it's really cool when people call in because we have fans all across the age range and when older people uh write in and say be like hey i can talk to my grandkids Mm -hmm. or my you know younger family members and let them know that i'm up on game too so we educate people all across the board and have them share and extend it to their family and lastly we got this i didn't even know uh podbean was doing this but podbean apparently has us listed on their website um and uh we got a comment that said dope podcast glad i stumbled across y'all oh thank you thank you uh all right man we'll be back uh we might take tomorrow and monday off i don't know i mean it's memorial day weekend y'all ain't going to work anyway i mean what the fuck y'all got yeah yeah i mean y'all y'all won't miss us uh but uh yeah we might take a couple days off for the weekend i don't know we'll play it by ear so we'll talk to y'all soon until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.